Hello and welcome to the Thundercast. Your no-so crew goes on a deep dive for the B-Show for WCW Thunder. I'm your host, Joseph Lussell, alongside with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey, hey. And the no-so living legend, Mike Booble. Hi, everybody. We're in Moline, Moline, Illinois. Or Moline. 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 As somebody Moline. who's from that state, I have no fucking idea where that is. <laughs> At all. I was going to ask you that. Is that in the tri-state? Or what are they called? The tri-cities? Nah. Because I, th- I believe Moline, that would be the mark of the quad cities arena. Gady. At least back then it was. Gady. We're going to go to Thunder for July 22nd, 1999. Quad cities. Quad? Yeah, quad okay. yeah, market squad. Uh, we start the show off with commentary saying that they're happy that Sting's in charge and Ric Flair is out. Uh, we're going to be uh, being. Uh, we're going to hear from one Kevin Ash tonight. Wait, is Ric Flair out? Rob Bartlett's in. No, uh, Steve Borden is in. <laughs> so let's. Uh, I I don't remember what happens, but I'm kind of. I want to see scenes at like the corporate headquarters with Sting wearing like a full three piece suit, but with the face paint and on. having everybody else have face paint on. That'd be great. <laughs> it's like the the Austin thing, but he just doesn't say anything. He just <laughs> yeah. stares at people and points at shit. Yes, Mr. Awesome. Sting. Yes, Mr. Sting. Points at his coffee. They hand it to him slowly. The only the time he says anything is when it's time to leave. It's showtime. Woo! Uh, let's go to our first match, shall we? Of Kaz Hayashi versus Van Hammer. Hmm. Weren't they guys tag team partners in that tournament? Some odd pairing. Weren't they tag partners? Like yes, that? they were. For yeah. that one week? Yeah, that one, one for week. one week. Yes. Yeah. Uh, highlight of the match for me is Hayashi. When it ended? Uh, yeah, <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a second. <laughs> Hayashi hits a double drop kick to the knees of Hammer uh, Van Hammer, and Hammer just falls back. We could take that bump better, because he, he just legitimately just jumps and like cradles the knees down. And he lands on his back. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> a young upstart Dan Hammer. I uh, I like Kaz Hayashi. I think he's got a huge upside. He's really good. And I thought he looked good here. He's going to do so much. Fortunately, <laughs> he's wrestling Van Hammer. Uh, that young upstart? Yeah. Yeah. Van Hammer, when he wrestles, reminds me of all those guys on the first season of Tough Enough who had no idea what the fuck they were doing and were like, too. And he's like, elongated, dumb looking back bumps. But like, well, Triple H was like, what the fuck was that? When they found him, he was DDP's hairdresser. You mean drug dealer? That too. Okay. But uh, he was also, he, he was uh, in Atlanta. He, he, would, he, he was a hairdresser in Atlanta. And DDP happened to go to him. And good guy. he had good size. And they needed a guy for, they wanted somebody to capitalize on the rock and roll look. That the, more importantly, somebody had just left WWF. Uh, an ultimate main eventer, as it were. Wait a minute. And they wanted to bring somebody in who kind of looked like this ultimate douchebag. In 97? 91. He's been a pro since 91. But he's a young upstart uh, well, <laughs> three weeks ago. Yeah. Him and Joe Gomez. Yeah. yeah. Jim Powers. Jim speaking Powers. Of, speaking of Jim, Joe Gomez, speaking of drug dealers in the locker room. <laughs> uh, we got a thunder special here. The uh, they do the underdog story of Hayashi getting some moves in, but gets ahead of himself. Hayashi hits a drop kick and goes for the back senton, but misses. Van Hammer steals Sid's finisher, the Cobra Clutch Slam, for the win. <laughs> How dare he! Yeah, no, there's uh, we're we're one for one, I guess. 
No, no self. No self. I did that right? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we go backstage with Lodi and Lenny Lane, the brothers. Uh, them saying that they thought their meeting went well, JJ. Uh, they didn't understand what happened. And then that was it. We cut to uh, a recap from a couple weeks ago of Miss Madness and Medusa getting into it. And then security separating them. Then Dennis Rodman running down, attacking Macho Man with sports agent Arliss making the match at the next pay per view of Macho Man Savage. Well, he made a match at a pay per at a pay per view, yeah. versus Dennis Rodman. And then they show Medusa and Miss Madness getting into a match again, getting into it again. This leading to our next match of Miss Madness versus Brandy Alexander. When was the last time we had a women's match on anything? On anything? Uh, well, summer '97 when they had the women's title last. Uh, I will tell you, I actually enjoyed this match. It wasn't bad. It wasn't that bad. Well, uh, we know Miss Madness can go. Yeah. Yep. And I, I, I'm not familiar with Brandy Alexander, but she wasn't. I terrible. looked it up. She has actually has a Wikipedia. Was she? She had that relish. She was a 10 year pro. Hmm. Uh, I was going to say she wasn't go. bad. Yeah. Um, Larry says, can I just watch this cat fight instead of commentate it? Uh, crowd was super into Miss Madness. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Brandy was the heel in this match. Uh, yeah. It was a Thunder special. Best women's match of 1999. I'm, <laughs> That's by a and lot. And they don't even have the women's division. <laughs> uh, however, Medusa, uh, not Ma- Miss Madness wins with a bridge suplex. <laughs> I'll be honest, that finisher looks pretty bad because I'm like, okay, she's just going to kick out. Well, she she's going to kick out. So much smaller than Brady Alexander. <laughs> yeah. She's just going to kick out. She hits the back suplex. I'm like, okay, that's it, right? She, uh, uh, she filled out later on in her run bit. elsewhere. A little bit. That she doesn't have here. That's some, mm. some Bailey yeah. extra. Something about a feedback. Uh, we get a promo because Kurt Henning and the West Texas Outlaws come out Mm-mm. that they're mad about Goldberg and that Megadeth. Uh, Henning's tired of Bill Goldturd. <laughs> we successfully killed rap. Now we're going after death metal. Yes, right. Uh, Henning calls out Bill. He says, well, since Bill Goldturd isn't here, here, face him on Monday. DDP wrote this promo. Yeah. Hollywood scum Hogan. <laughs> Bill Turd. Uh, so let's go to our next match as it's Chase Turnberg. Chase Tatum with the No Limit Soldiers minus Conan and Ray. <laughs> sunk, they saw a they sinking ship. Out. They <laughs> out. Uh, oh, you didn't know? Uh, versus Kurt Henning with his West Texas Outlaws. Uh, we get a Thunder special with this. Just every match on this is a Jesus. Thunder special. Jesus. Uh, Kendall, uh, Kendall uh, gets on the apron and distracts the ref. Swole gets in the ring and attempts to hit the heart punch, and he takes forever to try to do it on Henning, but Henning moves the other way, and uh, Swole kills Chase. There's dissension what? in the West... In the, wait, the No Limit Soldiers? Already. The no West Limit Red Limit Redneck Outlaws. Soldiers? I can't, I don't know. Yeah, there's dissension in... Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! <laughs> uh, oh, you didn't know? <laughs> Henning wins with the Henning oh, Plex. didn't know. <laughs> after that heart, heart punch. We go backstage with Lenny and Lodi, and they're saying uh, they can't believe who they're facing tonight. And it turns out that they're in a handicap match against Sid. Sid then comes out of, starts walking towards them, and they jump out of the way as Sid looks the other direction. Doesn't hide know, behind the wall. Hide behind the wall. Jimmy Hart comes out and uh, comes by, and they ask for advice, and they say, "Bring." He tells them to bring a doctor. 
Uh, we get a recap from Nitro with the triad talking trash about Stevie Ray, the triad attacking Stevie Ray, and then Booker T making that save. Sucker. Sucker. Let's go to our next match as it's Juventud Guerrero and Psychosis. Okay. Versus Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio Jr. Yes, please. I sign off on this. Yeah. Uh... Fuck was this on Nitro? God right. damn it! Right, uh, we get a commercial in this match. However, Ray hits a moonsault to Psychosis on the outside. Psychosis tosses Ray up in the air, but Ray then hits an X Factor off that. Ray accidentally hits Eddie. Uh, Eddie throws Ray up in the air for Ray to hit a top rope Frankensteiner for this win. I would say this: I wish this match went a little bit longer. And like. It, it was it was like a Thunder Special, but it really wasn't. I say, in my I mean, eyes, it went. I mean, it wasn't short. It wasn't That's, short. Uh, when you know you have good work rate. Yeah. It's like <laughs> when the match is indirect. When the match, when the work rate is good, the matches go faster, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it, I felt like this could have went a little bit longer, but... I'm pretty sure in the first match, Van Hammer took a nap. I mean, t- <laughs> I'm not sure, but... Uh, this was awesome. Um, uh, I, you know, give it the first hour and go two out of three falls. Right. Um, I'm going to see if I can look up the... Uh, if they have... The website that has the results on the Thunder stuff sometimes do the time on it. You can't tell time, Joe. I don't. I just look at it. And no maps. No maps. Um, no time here, so that's fine. That's fine. This match went zero seconds. That went zero seconds. Um, but I really wish this went a little bit longer. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, after the match, Eddie helps Ray, puts the Cruiserweight Championship around his waist, but Eddie hesitates in the beginning. Well, yeah, because like I said on the more stories, this is supposed to lead to Eddie turning. But... So then we get a promo with Macho Man, Randy Savage, Gorgeous George, and Miss Madness. No Medusa. Huh? <laughs> right. Gorgeous Hello. Outfits. I was like, fuck uh, is happening? She, did, she belonged she on was, Raw. She was the Mad Hatter. Um, <laughs> no Medusa. Uh, Macho demands that everyone votes for him on the next election. I mean... Macho then challenges Dennis Rodman to a match. It's telling him that he won't survive. Uh, Macho says it's time to trim the fat because uh, he's the greatest wrestler of all time. So he fires Medusa. Uh, Macho tells Miss Madness that she's no longer Miss Madness 99, takes the scarf off her, and then it gets awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, puts, uh, grabs her by the chin and, like, you know, tells him uh, that she does stuff around the ring that overshadows what he does. More importantly, draw kick him in the match on Monday. That, too. Um, Macho then uh, tells her to get on her knees and beg for her job, and then he just goes, Nope, you're fired. So he fires Medusa and Miss Madness. Uh, and then Macho <laughs> sticking to character. Uh, he hasn't forgot about Nash, and he'll get yeah. to him. God damn. The one constant in this company is his hatred of Nash. Um, I had a huge problem with this uh, segment. More so the formatting of the show. Wouldn't it have made infinitely more sense to do this promo first and then have newly minted babyface Miss Madness wrestle later? Uh, it just seemed backwards to me. Yep. So that's the issue I had. They um, do that a lot. Yeah. They play like weird promos like an hour after they have the match. I I thought the same. I'm like, excuse me. 
I thought this was taped because of the fact that I'm like, why isn't, shouldn't she come out next? You know, it should have been even more over then. Like, this just made no sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So weird. This seems like, and then this was forced anyway. You can tell they're pairing down Team Madness to just Savage and George. Yep. Because the main push is over and... Who needs the yeah, other two? Yeah, there's just not a lot. There's yep. no need for the more. Like Sid's no longer with him. Yeah. Yep. So let's move on. Unfortunately, what you take, what you remove, Miss Madness, you take away the best worker in the team. Yeah, so. easily. Yes, that's true. So let's, there. let's move on to our next match, as it's for the TV title, as it's Rick Steiner versus Sick Boy. You uh, mean uh, Sick Ziggler. Sick Ziggler, that's right. Uh, boy. Steiner, uh, before the match says, if Goldberg gets in, his, uh, gets, gets in his face, he'll take him down. So second person that challenged Goldberg for a match on Monday. Hey, they, they know where their, their money's made. Yeah. Right. Uh, a giant long squash match as uh, Steiner hits the top rope bulldog for the win. Yeah, this was a squash match from the get-go. Uh, we get a promo, guys. As the Berlin Wall has been taken down, and this promo is for someone called Berlin. Hmm. That Sting was not happy in the back. I just wonder who this could be. Sting got uh, up and left in the middle of the promo. So, 91? 89? When did that fucking thing fall? Mr. Gorbachev. 89. Tear down this wall. Wow. Yeah. I, wrestling is always a couple years behind the. Fuck, I just wonder who this could be. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, so just, he, I just wonder, kid, who at this could point, this could be? At this point, I mean, yeah, thank you for the blinking red lights there, Joe. Uh, so Alex I'm, Wright. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Alex, Alexander Wright. Black Disco Inferno. <laughs> he was supposed to be Alexander Wright back in April. Yep. And then yep. Columbine happened. And then, you know. And the, they had to come up with a new gimmick, so I guess. <laughs> you know what? Berlin. Berlin. Go back to the Ruskies. They did it. Yeah. My favorite part is that. He's Berlin, and his bodyguard is the wall. I cannot wait for the wall. But this is where I differ from you guys, as that was just the beginning. As now, I got this week in WCW Motorsports with Ricky Rackman. Oh, yeah? Oh, wait, wait, he's still around? He's even more depressed now that he's doing NASCAR (laughs) (laughs) wraparounds. This was not good. Then... Take it to the face. Then I got the Thunder Ringside Release extended trailer for The Haunting. Owen Wilson, Liam Neeson, yep. Catherine Zeta-Jones, and the other girl. Yep. Yeah. Rude. It was like Do you a, know her name? I think it was a fucking movie. You don't? Oh, oh I saw oh. it. I saw it in uh, It's not bad. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's not better words. But uh, I was like, <laughs> why well, brought back memories? I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! We so do, can a, I do you know the wrestlers that they used to highlight the Thunder Ringside release um, cry on before um, we go to the movie? Uh, let's go Conan. No, Laparka. Nope. Goldberg. Oh, checks out. Chris Benoit. Oh yeah. Booker T. And the Disciple. Lily Taylor. Uh, I wonder uh, if uh, Benoit had a haunting already. Uh, so let's move on to a recap from Nitro. Uh, Nash attacking Horace. Hulk wants to know what's up and why he made it personal. Nash uh, says he lied. Um, Ho- Nash attacking Hogan in the main event. Sting making the save. Steiner coming out helping Sting and Sid. Then Goldberg to the hmm, comes out to make the save. 
Weird commentary. With Megadeth music for me. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we go to commentary with uh, Tanae and Larry. Uh, Kevin Nash joins them on the phone. You can barely hear him, hear him the first time he talks. Drunk Kevin Nash. Uh, uh, Nash makes a challenge to Hogan for uh, Nitro. Sting and Hogan versus Nash and a surprise tag team partner. Not that triple threat mat, the six man tag you were thinking of, Mr. Booble. Can you guys think of who the mystery partner is? Is it a medium sized man? No. Shocker. It's one of the dudes that should have been in the six man tag. And his name is not Rick Steiner. If I remember correctly, it's Sid. It's somebody that he's, he's known for nine years. A good buddy of his, as could he be said. Rick, but I think it's, it's uh, if I remember correctly, I yeah. could be wrong. Cause... I, I would have bet a shit ton of money it was going to be the medium sized man. No, uh, Nash brings up the history of him and Hogan, how they created the, the NWO. And Nash says that uh, Hogan has turned face, and you know he's never trusted the guy. A uh, lot of shady dealings. No, that's part true. <laughs> Uh, we're going to recap Nitro Sting beating Ric Flair for the control of WCW with the help of Eric Bischoff. Sid then attacking Sting and then powerbombing Bischoff. And then Sting helping Hogan in the main event. Speaking of not main event, let's go to the squash match of the night. Lodi and Lenny Lane versus Sid Vicious. Sid instantly chokeslams uh, Lodi right away. Then he steals Van Hammer's Cobra Clutch Slam on to Lenny. Then Sid powerbombs Lodi and Lenny, but then Lenny has to throw himself on top of Lodi to, the, to do the double 69 spot, and then Sid puts his finger in their butt. <laughs> I mean, his foot on top of him for the three count. <laughs> I, I was thinking, I'm like, did that happen? <laughs> and the only thing I can think of is when Batista beat La Resistance by himself and then shoved their uh, Canadian flag up their ass. <laughs> so close enough. Huh. Uh, we get a recap. <laughs> we get a recap of Charles showing uh, knuckle play. Get into it. <laughs> the the history of Flair and uh, Dean Malenko as Charles. Hey, Did you guys see the commercial for the movie? No. What movie? Mystery Men. No. Oh. No. They showed an exclusive premiere of the made-for-TV TBS movie called First Daughter, where the where the president's daughter. Gets kidnapped. Is this DDP? Yes. One of the bad guys is DDP. I watched this when I was younger. Is this the Will Forte one, or is it the Kate Hudson? No, this is a made-for-TV. I've never heard of this. This was a TBS original. I watched it. I I just know of the Will Forte from Boy Meets World. And I forgot all about it. President's Daughter, and then uh, Kate Hudson's. No, this one's called First Daughter. Weird. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to look that up when we're done. Uh, we're going to recap of the history of Flair and uh, Dean. Because our main event for Thunder is a Thunder special as it's Dean Malenko versus Ric Flair and eight with Asia. Hey guys, good news. Dean comes out to his own theme music. All right. Order is restored on the Thunder. They remembered. Uh, Asia gets in the ring multiple times to protect Flair. Uh, Flair tries to leave, but Saturn and Benoit show up, and they get uh, Flair back to the ring. Then Canyon and Bam Bam come out and attack Benoit and Saturn. Asia tries to get involved again, but Malenko punches her. Crowd goes crazy. Uh, Asia's on the apron, once again, distracting the ref. Malenko has Flair in the Texas Cloverleaf, but then DDP runs down and tries to diamond cut Malenko, but Malenko throws him into Asia. Then... DDP stumbles to the outside, then Flair hits him with the roll-up for the one, two, three. Yep. Thoughts? 
Decent match. Okay, match. We've seen it a bunch. Yeah. But, yeah, you know. Flair's looking like the odd man out again now that Hogan's back. Yep. Lost his president push. Mm-hmm. The Sting feud seems to be going towards Sid. Hogan the, and Nash. Hogan and Nash. The Malenko-Benoit-Saturn thing seems to be going towards the, the elsewhere. Uh, Savage is with Rodman. Piper's nowhere to be seen. So... There yeah, we go. Like, thanks for your hard work, Rick. Woo! See you later. Woo! Thanks for getting the ratings up, brother. No, it's time for me to cash not it in. To tank it. But you know what? We're not going to tank our favorite part of the show. It's Corey's high point, low point, extra point. The high point, of course, is that tag match. Mm. Yeah. Give me more of Ray and Eddie against Psychosis and Hoovy. Oh yeah. Hoovy seems to just. Go back and forth between heel and face depending on the show and what they need. Yep. You notice that? Yep. Uh, low point, <laughs> Ricky Rackman doing <laughs> this week in WWE <laughs> Motorsports. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm pretty mad I don't uh, get to see that. You know what I mean? Holy shit. Like, is, is it him eating, like, him to press on the couch eating ice cream? Like, No, it's him at the NASCAR oh, events. Oh, Jesus. Interviewing, like, pit crew and all that. So, like, they, so WCW wasted money to send him to NASCAR. So and the thing then, is, yeah. in 99, it's not, it wasn't a waste of money. NASCAR was over. NASCAR was a giant Crazy. in 99. Especially in the South. Yeah. Uh, so it, at that point, it was actually a very sound investment. And then the extra point, kind of just hit on it. This kind of bummed me out because it looks like there's no place for Ric Flair to be. And this, since that guy has carried your yeah. company this year. The summer of Flair. Thanks, man. brother. How is it possible? Oh, uh, brother, dude. I remember why now. Yeah. Listen there, dude. Ugh. So. No respect. No respect. What an interesting... It's, it's inconceivable that Ric Flair is the Rodney Dangerfield of WCW. No respect. No the one respect. he built. You wonder, did he build that or Hogan did? You wonder why uh, there's heat between Flair and Bischoff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Flair... Flair built it. Uh, if... Flair, Flair almost left in the summer of 88 at the very same time Jim Crockett was trying to sell to Ted Turner. And it was made very clear that if Ric Flair leaves, no, this company's dead in the water. Because yeah. that is the only reason I would buy your company is Ric Flair's on it. Because Sting wasn't there yet. He was there, but he was... He was he'd he been there. Like, he'd been there like eight months. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. ready to carry it yet. Um, it, was, it was... And Dusty was on his way out. Luger mm-hmm. was popular, but not the guy. It was like, look, if he's gone, there's nothing for me to buy. So... Interesting. And they still treated him like shit after that. Interesting. Interesting thunder. And interesting moves by WCW right now. So this brings an end to this episode of Thundercast. But. But. Oh, yes. Oh, shit. Before we leave, we forgot. Oh, it's our shit. new second part of the show. Favorite part of the show. It's Corey's review of Saturday Night. So. This is only one hour long this week. Excellent. As there was an Atlanta Braves-Philadelphia Phillies game. Ooh. Yeah. Eddie Guerrero, straight out of the shoot, beats Adrian Bird. Who? Apparently a chubby guy from the plant, power plant. All right. <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan <laughs> defeated Barry Darso. Because... Barry Darso in a match straight out of Superstars of Wrestling 1988 <laughs> from WWF. 
Brian Nobbs defeated Fit Finley by DQ in a match that went all of two minutes before all the first family got involved. Are they in a hardcore feud? Mm-hmm. Whatever. And in the main event, and I wasn't complaining that this took most of the TV time, Kidman defeated Juventud Guerrera. Damn. And that's it for WWE Saturday Night, July 24th, 1999. All right. So, like I said, this is the end of this week's episode of Thundercast. You can find all that at NoSo Entertainment with all of our other podcasts. And you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to them. And poor Ric Flair. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.